Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. Um, Chippy's looking very ethereal today. <laughs> oh, I forgot we put this on. Did we put I, last week's up on YouTube? You know, I, you know, I, I can't. She's I had can't, a week. I can't find the, um, <laughs> I think I've deleted it. Gemma Bray. Um, Chippy, for those of you that aren't watching on the video, Chippy looks like she should have some music behind her going ah. this is my halo it's angelic from the sky and the light coming down from the skylight i'm just going to move my chair down a tad i've got my tumble dryer on Gemma. well we can't hear it i know but also that money is just ticking away well do you know uh, do you know what mike's away he's away he's away last night he's away tonight i don't know <laughs> I was walking around the house last night like a little schoolgirl because I was like, oh, I've got all the lamps on. Oh, I've got the tumble dryer on. <laughs> there was no one here to tell me off. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've, the, I, it, my smart meter has made me realise how, um, how much my tumble dryer costs. I don't have a, I don't have a Derek. I have a smart meter. But it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And um, the only, the only thing I have used it for when I was giggling to myself was just to finish off some towels. And also on um, Clean Sheet Tuesday, I had to finish off some sheets because um, it was a bit damp outside. And well, I think also what this has taught me I'm one of those people that I have a setting that I go to on the tumble dryer. It's my comfort setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all in one. It's called my all in one setting. Anything goes in there. Everything seems to come out fine. But what I think I need to do is, is become at ease with the other settings because as you say, quite often, if you can dry stuff nearly dry, outside or on a dryer you just need to do that last bit yeah it mine automatically will just do a huge cycle if I put it on my favorite so I think we're all going to have to get a bit more savvy with our appliances like my eco setting on my dishwasher mm. takes about 80 hours but if I was more focused on it, then it could, then it wouldn't be a problem if I stopped panicking. Was it, was it you who I was talking to or was it somebody else when I said... I do. I, I, I speak to other humans. That's awful. I'm so upset. Um, when the, you have to be careful because some eco settings don't necessarily cost less. Well, I'm going to look at... I'm going to put it on. I'm going to look at my smart music. Yeah. Yeah, mine do, but but like I think some of the older appliances, I don't know how it works, but some of the older appliances are more eco based on the environment rather than cash. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, exactly. Um, but I think it goes. I think the thing is with eco, I could be wrong. Laundrettes might be letting me know. I think it is longer but less hot. Maybe. Eddie. So I think, oh, what's Eddie doing? 
Stop clip flopping. Oh. Pick somewhere in life. Edward. You. No. I mean, I've known her for a while. She's gone. Has she? Stop. She's gone. I don't know where she is. Broadstairs. Probably. Probably left her behind. And had a. She heard rumor of the flasher and thought, "That's for me." I'm off. Yeah. So do check. Do check because it because you might be um, on a fool's errand. Well, that's the thing. So I think it will depend on how much energy it takes to heat up the water versus it being on for longer. Mm. I had a bit of an incident last weekend, Gemma. I went to Derbyshire. My sister had an art exhibition. We went to Worksworth, very nice, in Derbyshire, very beautiful. You know when I do my impression of you? Yeah. I've been coming from Derbyshire all this time. (laughs) My sister had to keep kicking me and being like, stop. Doing the, you're doing the accent again and I had no idea and I just spent the entire weekend sounding like I was mimicking the people we were staying with but also I did have a moment where I was like oh I'm being from Derbyshire I'm not being from Manchester and Gemma's from Manchester she's not from Derbyshire uh, where's, where is Derbyshire is it next to Yorkshire is it near Yorkshire oh go away Derbyshire is Nottingham, Derby. It's quite near Sheffield. Okay. So Yorkshire. If you're standing in Sheffield, this is how I do geography, in case anyone's wondering why I'm so shit at geography. You're about to have a little insight. If you're standing on the map in Sheffield, looking down at the south, yeah, Derbyshire's on your right, but down by your knee. <laughs> okay that's how geography works in my head so uh, okay that that explains a lot yeah it does i'm not a geographer um oh my god this is really annoying was oh well why is eddie not eating it oh uh, 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 yeah oh uh. right i'm gonna let it out the window Don't, i'm not talking to you eddie you stay there i love you very much uh, Eddie, you're not going out the window. Right, come on, bugger off. You are not welcome here. Go on. Where have you gone now? Gone out. Sound like that's the sort of thing that Yvette Fielding says in Most Haunted. Get out. You're <laughs> not welcome here. <laughs> oh, no, not you, Eddie. Come here. Come back, Eddie. Eddie, come back. We want to see Eddie. Come on. I wasn't Eddie. talking to you. Come on. I'm talking to the one who thinks he's in trouble. Come oh, no, come on. No, no, don't. Where are you going? Come on, they want to see you. I come do. On. Honestly, I could not love somebody else's dog more than I love Eddie. There is something about him. It's the world's best accident. Um, when Whenever Mike's away, Eddie loves it whenever Mike's away because Eddie gets to sleep on the bed with me. I'm the man of the house. So he knows whenever like it gets to a certain point in the evening, like if ever Mike goes out, and, and but Eddie, around about 10 o'clock, and if Mike's not here, Eddie, like, gets excited he starts like twirling around if, he, if Mike's not here after Eddie's gone out for his final way of the evening Eddie knows that he's got a really good shot of getting on the bed and he just he pegs it up the stairs and he needs help getting on our bed because he can't get up on his own it's too little <laughs> you put him on the bed but he does that also also does that thing where you sort of you lift him and he jumps at the same time so you have to be oh. careful that he doesn't knock you knock you out and you know with his head knock your chin out 
Um, and then he spends the rest of the night not moving. Like just he just, he's like a stone in case he's like, oh my God, if she realizes I'm here, I'm going to have to go back downstairs to the kitchen. I love him. But honestly, like, look at that, everyone. That is the perfect dog right there. And I say that with two of my dogs sleeping right next to me. They, um, they know I love Eddie best. But um, yeah, and then if, if Mike is actually just on a night out and ends up coming back in and like Mike doesn't like the dog on the bed, he's like, yeah. and that Eddie just sort of slopes off. <laughs> oh. Eddie. But last night, Eddie was not impressed because he was on Mike's side of the bed, like properly sprawled out, having like living his best dog life. And then Ben had a nightmare, so he came into the <laughs> room. Ben then took, you know, superseded Eddie, and then Eddie had to still go down to the bottom of the bed, and he was just all like, coffee about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, um, you were uh, Emma, look, Emma. Emma. Who's Emma? Your alter ego. Um, Gemma, you were in a bit of a state last week, weren't you? Oh, yeah. You Listen. Were- we were lucky to get an episode out of her. And do you know what I said to soothe her? She's not going to die today. <sighs> right. So if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear that we recorded it. We recorded it about half past one, half past two, don't we? That's when we record on a Thursday. Yeah. And this is what happened, right? About half past 12, I was listening to the radio. And the man on, and I was listening to live um, commentary from the Houses of Parliament about the energy crisis and what Liz Truss and her pals were going to do about it right so I was listening to it because I was interested and the presenter goes on the radio I'm just putting in because notes are being passed um someone's just passed a note to UK Starmer someone's just passed a note to Liz Truss something's happening and and then he said and I don't want anyone to speculate my my first thought was oh my god something something awful happened somewhere in the country and then about a split second later I just knew exactly what it was and that was it I was gone from that point and um Chippy, Chippy was like it's fine you've just been watching too much of the news sometimes and then and then I went to and then I was like I had to spin so then the news went on I was like I need to know what's happening and then I had spin booked in um and I was saying to Mike, but by this point, everybody had changed into black on the... See, look, I'm going to cry again. I have been awful this week, everybody. I, I know some people think it's really pathetic, but I've just been so upset. Anyway, um, I said to Mike, I can't go to spin. Everyone's in black. There's a reason why everyone's in black. He's like, just go to spin. Turn your phone off. You know, if anything happens, I won't spin text it out. Spin just- it yeah. Just say, no, no, I'm not going to text you if anything happens. Turn your new, new alerts off on your phone. I was like, okay. Um, I went to spin. We had 10 minutes left of spin. And this woman, and I don't think she was doing it on purpose, must have got on a news alert on her phone and just blurted it out. It's like verbal diarrhea. The woman next to me, who was younger than me, just disintegrated into tears. I remained relatively stoic. I it did. I did, I did cry a little bit. I didn't leave, um, but yeah, it was it was the most jarring way of, even though I was yeah. expecting it, it was a jarring way of finding out. 
I found out because Joe was texting me on the tube. I, I was doing school pickup and I had kids running around. And I just got Joe sending me a text saying, oh, wow, RIP the Queen. I was like, oh, oh, thanks, Joe. Thanks for breaking it. To actually, me. actually, I actually have like physical feelings in my solar plexus and in my chest, chest whenever I think about it. And like whenever it's- I... I, also it, it's so strange isn't it because no matter how you feel about the monarchy which I don't think we should get me started on um she was a constant even my mum so my mum was one when she came to the throne and my mum was like I've never you know obviously she, technically my mother is a Georgian but she's not she's like she she was just like, I don't, you know, no, for the majority of us, we don't know anything but having the queen. She was the most famous woman in the world. We're not going to have another queen. Our children might, depending on George's babes, but like, it's the, a massive end of an era. And whether you like the monarchy or not, she was a very... incredible person and I think that's sad I've got so many people banging on about how shit the monarchy as a concept is on my Facebook and I just don't really think that's the time it's not the time it's not the time um, I haven't got anyone I haven't got anyone doing that on on my Facebook I think I think for me I, I get up I get emotional I'm an over I'm a very emotional person I don't know if you guys know this about me or not but I I I cry at anything. Like I cry. I'm a crier. Right? I wear my heart on my sleeve and I just cry. Like even at like the start of the marathon, I'll start crying. I cry at weird stuff like uh, badminton horse trials. I'll cry the whole way through that. Um, obviously, if my animals, like when Mouse got bitten a couple of months ago, my mum, I phoned my mum, and I was like, Mouse has been bitten. I need to take her to the vet, but I also need to take the kids to school. And she was like, oh, well, I'm supposed to be going to my exercise class. And I went, it's really bad. And because I never cry. She was like, I'm, I'm coming right now. I'm coming right now. And she literally just walked into my house. I was in my pajamas, holding the dog's neck together. And she was like, come on, into the car. Off we go. And, she, and I'm sure that's partly because she was like, oh my God, she's broken. We've we've broken Chippy. She's crying, um, but yeah. Whereas I, whereas I am the other end of the spectrum. I, I, in that situation, I probably wouldn't be crying, but I'd cry at silly stuff. Anything that requires lots of people, a collective, yeah, group, all doing the same thing. Yeah, mine is mine is shock, and right. I never realised it until my sister. We had we you and I had an incident a couple of years ago where I was really shocked and I that made me cry and I kept and I phoned my sister and said why why am I crying and she was like oh you always cry when you're shocked yeah. I was like oh and she was like yeah, yeah. It's the time you cry is when you've ha- when you're shocked and it is true um so although you know I'm sad about the queen I feel slightly emotionally dead about it and you know I think King Charles is gonna be fine I think he's done enough. It was so funny, though, because my nearly 10-year-old was freaking out 
He's like, I feel like I've been punched in the stomach. I'm really scared. What happens if King Charles is not a good? And then I was like, oh, you've been learning about Henry VIII. So you are concerned that we're all suddenly going to have our heads chopped off and that kind of thing. And I was like, it's not, he's very much into making banana bread and, uh, you know, organic farming. Ned, he's not going to be chopping heads off. It's not the same. It's not the same era. It's not the same. So you've been my to kids were... Palace, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, so I was about to say that. So my kids have been briefed for a while that I will be very upset. I was very upset when Prince Philip died. Okay, no, no. I was upset when Prince Philip died. When I walked in from spin, I walked, I walked in and all three of them were just stood there. Johnny just gave me a massive cuddle. Ben was like, I think she's in heaven now, mommy. Like that. And, and Tom just was like, gave me a pat on the back. But yes, yeah, so I said to them, I really want to go to Buckingham Palace to, to lay some flowers. Um, I'm going to take Nana, my mum. She wants to come as well. We'll come. Ben didn't want to go. But Tom and I like, we'll come with you to support you. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we get to Charing Cross. We land in Charing Cross Station, um, which for those of you, lots of you will know this, but for those of you who don't know this, it's like a, what, 10-minute walk to the palace in Charing Cross? It's literally right. Okay, so it's not far. Um, all hell breaks loose. Sirens going off, police running around. There was a bomb threat, right? My mum has got a dodgy hip and a dodgy knee, right? <laughs> She's petrified of things like this anyway. She's petrified of London, right? She, like, she just doesn't like it. I got Tom, Mr. Calm, personified. Yeah, linking my mum, going right. Come on now, Nana. We need to. We need to do as a place. We need. We need to leave the building. She's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? What's happening? What is this normal? I'm like, no, mum. We literally everybody is running. We need to pick up speed a little bit here. Johnny's like in a major flap because he's in a major flap about everything anyway. So that wasn't a good start. So we walk down the metal and I'm like, oh, it's not much of a queue. Doesn't seem to be much of a queue. <sighs> Famous last fucking word. And like, so we joined it like halfway um, down and it started off as just like a slow walk, slow walk. Essentially, we were in the queue to get to the roundabout. So they were queuing either side on the pavement. And to get to the roundabout took us an hour and a half, Mm. right? And then from the roundabout, it was a further two hours to get to the railings of the palace. And I said to to this policeman, how much longer? Because by this time, Tom and Johnny had forgotten that they were there to support me. They had gone into full-on moan mode. Yeah. And and, and they were like, it's two hours. I was like, sorry, I can't. He's about to implode. We can't wait two hours. And so we just... We just put the flowers on like the grass verge where everyone else is just giving up and putting the flowers on the grass verge. But then who drove past in her little car gave everyone their way? Oh. Little Camilla. Camilla. And my mom got excited. I just waved and take any pictures. I was trying to like, I was like, my mom's like taking pictures of literally everything. That's what my mom Camilla was like, is that Gemma Gray? <laughs> my, mom just, my mom just took a picture 
And it's just like, if you zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and zoom in, and zoom in you can just see a little bit of blonde hair. That's it. And she's like, that's Camilla. It's like, you can't ever prove to anybody that that it was her. It was her. Um, and then and then we went home. We got home without without incident. And the train station was was back open. And then my mum said to me last night when I went to pick the kids up, she so I'm thinking me and you joining the queue. I'm like, absolutely no way, Mum. I am not joining that queue. It's like 30 hours long. My friend Natalie is manning the queue. So if anyone is in the queue and you see Natalie, tiny, tiny, thin woman. Is she helping to marshal? Yeah. So I had an idea. And it was the first time, you know, we're, we're always contemplating Chippy for president, uh, prime minister, Chippy for prime minister. Yeah. Uh, or Jen for PM. Sounds better. Jen for PM. We could do a, a joint coalition. Coalition. Yeah. My latest thing was as nice as it is, flowers, teddy bears, sandwiches, all of that. What I think would make a bit more sense in this day and age is on the railings of Buckingham Palace you have card readers and you have mm-hmm. a big sign for all the charities that the queen mm-hmm. i can't remember what you call it patron patron, a patron of. of yeah and you and it's automatically loaded to five pounds flowers cost minimum five pounds some of the flowers given are amazing and beautiful can i just say yeah i took the plastic off mine did you lovely very thoughtful um but for a lot of like the sandwiches are just going to go off and they're a bit difficult to dispose of and there's lots of teddies and it and I was like if they had these preloaded to five pound donation card readers for the charities then in lieu of flowers you could go and buy a virtual bunch of flowers yes you are absolutely right that is a stonker of an idea Chippy yeah you go ahead in the opinion polls well, for that. Well, because they just compost the flowers. But I've got a theory. Yeah. Now, this is not my theory. This is a theory that I heard on the radio this morning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Someone was saying, now bearing in mind, I'm coming to this from, you know, I've been in tears most of the week. Oh. Monday is just going to be like, I'm just going to have to make sure I'm very hydrated, put it that way. Okay. <laughs> um, but someone on the radio said, I don't understand why there's such a huge queue. Like, obviously, we know why there's a huge queue, but what is the point this person was making was that surely in this day and age, we can have a ticketed system. It doesn't have to be because they would, you know, like, you know, have. Um, what, and it vibrates one of those things when it's your something, turn? Something like you come back between the hours of blah and blah. The, it is not beyond the realms of man is that the, the right phrase the, yeah. the the skill of man the the whatever to think up a way to because essentially now the queue is in perpetual motion right so you are consistently you. moving for five to eight hours or however long it is but listen it's important that the person concluded that the reason why is because it's potentially important from a spectacle perspective to have this optic of this 10 mile queue 
And this is why I think whilst your idea of, yes, amazing, that is an amazing idea. Give five pounds charity. The optics wouldn't be the same as a sea of flowers. But two things. Firstly, also the grieving process that people being all together and the queuing and the sharing of stories is a very important human element. Two, the flowers and the grieving thing only started with Princess Diana. Did it? Yeah. I don't know. It is not, it is a recent thing. So did it not happen for like King George? I don't know. I actually don't know. No, uh, partly because he was a door old fucker, but like what door? What door? What does that mean? Serious? Dull. Fun. Dull. Yeah. Dull. <laughs> Dull. Um, but yeah, it was it was a Princess Diana thing. So it's a relatively new thing, and also Norman. that would tie in with the optics thing in that. Obviously, now we've got social media and all of that. But my thing with the money is not everyone would do it. You wouldn't be banning flowers. No. But it would be an option. So people like me, who is quite uh, waste averse and eco, I would prefer to tap my card and give a donation to the charity than to... Whereas for you, you might feel like it's more personal to give a, give flowers, but it would might manage the waste a bit yeah. more because they literally, they get looked at by the family and appreciated, I'm sure, but they do all just get dumped. As well as going to the palace, I also, I went to the local um, estate agent. That's still, not estate agent, use agents, that's the word. And I've looked and Buckingham Palace is not for sale. <laughs> Also, when I went, London had completely sold out of flowers. It was, so I had to get them from like the little waitress uh, before and I sat on the train like a wally with the flowers. Anyway, um, oh, also everybody, um, I got on the train and just so everyone is aware, all trains on London's on the southeast are now declassified until after the funeral. So if you get on a train and it feels really busy, please feel free to sit on first class. I have that from the guard. Okay. Uh I would also like to mention that if you're one of these people, did you see Prince Charles being crossed about his pen? <laughs> With loads of, loads of people on my Facebook feed being like, oh God, what an asshole. He's so grumpy. Firstly, pens are fucking annoying. Secondly, he's king. He doesn't have to be nice. Do you know what uh, I mean? But this is the thing. Not there uh. to be nice. And thirdly, imagine your mum's just died and everything you do apart yeah. from going to the loo, is being fucking filmed and pulled apart by every single person. But also what you have to remember... When my is... dad died, I was drunk for about six weeks afterwards, consistently, and taking diazepam to sleep. So... But this is what people like... Because if you are, are of our vintage, you know, all we've ever known is the Queen. Now, before, when the Queen came to be the monarch... Is that the right case? I don't know if that's the right to um, She, when she ascended, is that the right word? Yeah. There was there was not as much like media attention, right? So, and she did it young. No one really knew who she was. She no went in clean. We've had years of Prince Charles. We know King Charles. We know 
how human he is. And I actually think it's lovely and quite refreshing. So, so I went to my local news agents and they had, and I walked past the church, which is next to the local news agents, and it said, Book of Condolences open. And I thought, oh, well, I signed the Book of Condolences when Diana died. And I thought, it's only right. Got fair's fair. Come on. <laughs> Can't do it for one and not to other. No, so, not queen to be pissed off. No, I didn't want it to feel left out. So I went and signed this book. Of, first of all, I had to sit in the car to work out what I was going to write. Oh, my right? God. We're having completely different experiences at this event. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go. So I went into the church. I've been into the local church. Well, lovely, right? Lovely car. I love a church. I love a church. As a, candles. As a... Yep. Lovely table. Much more room on my table than Prince and King Charles had on his table, I have to say. There was lots of arm room. Lots of arm room. Yeah, uh, so pen, poor guy. One one person, person above me, I think they thought they were signing the visitor's book for the church. Oh. They had written lovely building. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were talking about <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's um, stature. Good old um, building. Oh, and then someone else had written like a really long, really well thought out thing. But on the way out of the church, because I don't, um, I, yeah, I don't go to church regularly. Um, last the last time I went to church, they were still passing around the collection. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had one of them tappers. Yeah. So I, I donated five pound because you couldn't donate anything less. It was five pound fixed. Yeah, yeah. But it's so because I was like, like the music, lovely atmosphere, yeah. nice touch church, tapped it, left. Because because uh, um, whenever you spend anything, it pops up on our phone, like on the app. Mike's like, I think we've been hacked. The church is <laughs> church. The church is stealing. So no, the church isn't hacking us, babe. I've just given five pounds to the collection. Why? Question I'm mourning. I'm in mourning. Um, and, and I explained to him, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I, so we've talked about it before. My sister was saying to me, are you going to go and see her coffin? And I was like, firstly, I mean, I went to see Lenin and, and Chairman Mao when I, when I went on the Trans-Siberian Express. But that's partly because I was with my sister who organised the stuff and I just blip around following whatever she does, she tells me to do. But we've talked about before how I have a real issue with lack of privacy after death and the fact that your body has this yeah existence and so for me obviously she's in her coffin but if she was not if it was open at the top I just think that I don't want to be seeing people after they've died unless I was a morgue tech I think that's fine uh, if you've got to do post-mortems and stuff that I don't mind but just general public it's a no but also the fact that she's in her coffin the suspicious person to me is like she could not be you're just queuing to see a box if you don't know she's in there but my sister's going but for me I just think it's so funny because you're like you've been you've been with the flowers you've signed a book of condolence whereas I'm like oh it's just never crossed my like Never crossed my mind to sign a book of condolence. My mom like really wanted. Well, Johnny signed the online book of condolences. There's an online one, I think. If anyone wants to do that, but my mom really wants to go and stand in the line to to go. You can say hi to my friend Natalie. <sighs> I just like I said no. I'm not. I'm sorry, mom. I, I think my sister's going to go in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. 
but no, my friend texted me and said she the key she said well I don't know I couldn't work out if the key wasn't as bad as they thought or because she gets to go whether the queue she went without a queue because she's working there you mm. get to go if you're working the queues you get to go yourself I just think I just think it's incredibly sad and I, I'm, I'm just very sad well I think I mean I and also nobody knows what they're doing do they like literally brands Nobody knows what they're doing. No one knows. No one's got a fucking clue what to do. No one wants to be insensitive. As I said to my son, like when I worked in publishing, so I worked in publishing for 10 years plus. When I worked in publishing, they had a book about the Queen ready for Mm -hmm. when she died. So he was like I feel really discombobulated I think he said discombobulated but he was like I feel really and I was like literally there are people whose job it is to know exactly what to do and the fact that very famously there's a picture and I'm going to really show my ignorance here I cannot remember who was president after Kennedy but there is a picture of the president after Kennedy being sworn in on Air Force One with Jackie Kennedy wearing her suit with her husband's brains on it. Like, as soon as it happens, the next person gets sworn in. And it's and, and I was like, it's the same here. Like, as soon as she died, he is declared king. It's not, it's not this gap. moment of flux. And there are people who literally... It's their job to know what to do next. Um, and so for us, it's really weird because she's always been there. It, it feels weird to me to say King Charles because I'm so used to it being a woman. It just mean, whereas actually so much more likely to be a man historically. We've just been very lucky. Um, but, you know, behind the scenes, there are people who know exactly what's going on. And Not at Centre Parks. Oh. No. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's really difficult because brands and stuff don't know what to do. And you're a brand. You're the same. You were like, well, I don't feel like posting anything. I don't. I'm just sad. I don't know what. To, yeah, like, I was just really sad. I didn't post. I can post a video of me just crying <laughs> into, my t- into my tissues. It was. It's just really difficult because. And also, I was very aware that I didn't want. I don't. Really annoys when people do that performative thing, like when they post something because they think they should. Yeah, I don't want to be. I think anyone. So I just didn't. But then I, I have loved because I follow quite a lot of small, not fashion brands necessarily, but the the fashion brands I do follow have shared some amazing pictures of the Queen in some very cool fashion things. And someone was telling me, I'm trying to remember if this was something I shouldn't be sharing. Someone was saying to me that the Queen felt very frumpy when she met Jackie Kennedy. And mm. she and they were t- saying to me it was really sad because she's she was because she because she had such a long reign, because she was so old when she died, you know, she was 70 20 years ago. She was wearing we we've got used to her wearing older lady clothes more befitting of her age 
Whereas actually when she was young, she was an incredibly snappy dresser, um, a very fashionable dresser. And Jackie Kennedy could obviously, she was the wife of a president. It's not the same. She could be a little bit more she she and what she dressed was the queen was obviously having to deal with mostly men she was this iconic figure so she had to have a certain demureness yeah and um so I really enjoyed seeing some of her like there's a beautiful picture of her she must be in her late teens early 20s writing at a desk and she's wearing what looks like I'm sure it's not looks like a Laura Ashley shirt dress but it's got lovely little tie sleeves and she just looks so nice. And I think, oh, we're so used to seeing her with her like matching hat and sort of figure covering clothing because that's what it's been for the last 20, 30 years because she's 96. Whereas in fact, before we had any recollection of her really, you know, 40 plus years ago, she used to wear much more, so I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. I love it when people have dug out very cool photos of her. I've got, um, I bought a book. You know how I bought my little diary with yeah. the Queen one? Now I'm not going to write in that. That's staying. Um, but on, I've also bought a book for the Jubilee of like lots of pictures. Like similar, and, and there's a picture in there. I'll, and I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it in the Facebook group. That's my favourite picture. And she's probably about 18 and she's dancing and she just looks like really happy yeah and I think I think I, I mean I'm, I, I just think she was clever and funny and tough um and and it just makes me well I, I think I, I I completely understand the arguments against the royal family and it's not necessarily that I'm a real pro the royal family but I'm just very wary of the alternative Donald Trump uh but I think she dealt very well with a hand that she was given bearing in mind I don't know how old King Charles is 70 something 73 and although everything he's done has been scrutinized he has had mm. time to do other stuff yeah exactly. um, whereas she her whole life two days before she died like she did not her feet up oh she's going again little lip wobble there um do you know what I mean and I think she dealt very well and I wouldn't want that I wouldn't want every single day of my life to have been no. um like that and I think she did it with great grace and humor and I think that's hard to replicate and I think if you're oh no she's going again I think if you're not I think even if you're not a royalist and you find the whole thing difficult, you have to admire that about her. And it may not be your thing and you don't have to mourn it, but you can understand why other people are. That's my opinion, Gemma Bray. No. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's been your positive? They'll ask me to do her eulogy. I'll wait. Maybe, maybe they will. Um, My positive of the week. I mean, I think I had a migraine yesterday. On in other news, I don't. I can never tell. I always think they're like my friends who have them. They can't see, and they're sick. 
but I had this weird neck thing and I felt quite nauseous and like I had to close my eyes and so maybe that was a migraine that was not my highlight of the week no my high point of the week was it was my mum's birthday on Tuesday and my sister came down and we spent the day together and uh I'd spent the weekend with my sister I spent the weekend with my sister no kids Derbyshire me being northern the entire time um not even that northern midlands turns out um and uh we went to if anyone's from the area or going to visit the area i would like to recommend matt now i call it matlock bath got told off by this for this matlock bath uh aquarium it is like going back to the very best bit of the 80s it had a smell about it it was dingy they had some catfish some axolotls and then an old um like spa swimming pool full of koi carp <laughs> it was i can't i mean it was amazing so my sister and i uh went to that and it was like no kids two nights in a hotel no kids did some planning for Gemma Bray had what? a nice did, I did some work Gemma plumbing some, planning planning not plumbing come uh, uh, <laughs> down plumbing hey up love got trouble with pipes um and it was just really nice so I feel like I've had a very nice time with my sibling and my mother we went for a nice lunch saw a newborn baby felt quite broody um yes that's it family family niceness is my positive of the week what's your positive apart from your circuit of memorial stuff for the queen um well it's a double-edged sword my positive so tom came with me to spin on monday night right um he was very angry with me until Tuesday morning. <laughs> Why? What happened? Well, he, the last thing I said to him was, right, just relax. Don't go 100 miles an hour. Right, just relax. Enjoy it. Now, literally, I don't know where he gets his competitive streak from. <laughs> it, it, it eludes me. I, I, just, I can't think. I can't think. So do you know how I've always said I, I normally hate exercise classes because I go really, really red and there's been times in the past where the instructors stopped to ask me if I was okay. Yeah. The same thing happened to Thomas. Like the woman who runs it is lovely. She's so lovely. Did you go on a bike near him or were you? He was behind me, right? So he was like literally right behind my right shoulder. And every now and again, I'd be like, you all right? And he was like, he <gasps> seemed fine until the last 10 minutes. At which point she gets off her bike, never a good sign, right? She gets off her bike at the front and then walks past me, gets his water bottle off him and goes outside the class to fill his water bottle up, right? At this point, I can't even look behind me. I, I don't even know, want to know what sort of state he's in. Good parenting. I don't even want to know. I don't want to look. <laughs> anyway, so she gave his water bottle. So he must have gone through at least for 750 mil during the first 30 minutes. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, finish your class, still nice and dark. Everyone's doing their wind down stretches. I turn around, you're all right. And he's just leaning against the wall like this. Um, I don't feel very well. I was like, 
don't fucking pass out or be sick. <laughs> Please don't. You're going to make me feel awful. I don't know how. I don't know how to handle this. And he's like, I won't. I'm not. I'm all right. So I'm like, are you okay? Head between your knees. Head between your knees. Head between your knees. He's like, don't make a show. Because he was the same as me. I don't want to do anything. If anything happens, I don't want it to be in here. I can't handle the thing, right? Which is why I was like, don't do it in here. Anyway, so I'm like carrying out the stairs. And I was like, how was that? Did you enjoy your first? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. He's going up the stairs. Yeah, it was great. Got in the car and he just sticks his head between his knees. He goes, you need to get me some sugar now. So I'm like driving to the garage going, oh. Is he anyway, going again? He, no, he was fine. Um, it turns out he hadn't had enough to eat that day. But then, my this is why it's double-edged sword. They've got a new class. They've got a new class, right? So it used to just be called group cycle, right? Now they've got three classes, and we have ride rhythm, ride rush, and ladies and gentlemen. May I introduce to you Ride Race? <gasps> so, okay. so the first two sound like sex moves. But the third one. The first one sounds like a contraceptive method. Ride rhythm. Ride rhythm is like dance, like so you do like it's it's like really boppy and like you sort of like up and down off the bike a lot. I presume I've not been. Ride rush is hit, so high intensity, which is the one that Thomas and I did. And then you see. I might be going to ride race tonight. I've got two classes booked. So I've got to pick which one. Ride, ride rush, which is what I'm used to, or ride race. Ride race, it says on the description, for serious cyclists. In my dream world, right, I would walk into this spin class and they'd be like, hey, you've got team A and you're on team B. And like, may the best team win. Like, literally would be amazing oh my god we're such different people do you know what would happen if i walked in and they were like team a your team b which one's going to win do you know what i would do pull the plug on my bike and walk out like i don't fucking care there's more to life than this um, you're like it's my dream <laughs> so i feel like we've got all corners of life covered so that's so i still i still don't know whether i'm, I'm a bit um, intimidated by ride race ride race is straight after ride rush tonight so I think I'm going to go to ride rush poke my head in on ride race and then take a view on whether I'm going to go to ride race next week do you know no I think you should go to ride race <laughs> I think you should come on Gemma do it for the laundrettes no. I'm scared Still, like serious people who wear like the proper cycling, you know, like onesies, and like they have cushioned bottoms, cushioned cycling shorts, and stuff. Yeah, all the gear, not necessarily any idea at all. I, I don't, I don't do that, but yeah, that's my positive of the week. I really should get next another hobby. <laughs> Why? That's not wrong with your hobby. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I just we no, we shall not just me shall we shall she shall seashells on the seashell speech next week. Say goodbye, Kimmy. That's how I knew I was fired. <laughs>